This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to Grief Relief. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host and daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we've got a, an interesting show today because loss in the di- digital age, uh, you know, it's it's different with grief and loss with the Internet, and we're going to talk about some of those issues connected with the Internet. You want to introduce our guest? Okay, I'd love to, Mom. And you know that we both became first aware of our guest when she was quoted in the New York Times, and her name is Rebecca Sofer. Rebecca is the co-founder of Modern Loss, a website geared to young adults addressing the many permutations of loss from miscarriages to a parent's death. Rebecca lost both her parents. Her mother died in an automobile accident, and her father had a heart attack. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, that's uh, <laughs> that's quite an intro. I really... <laughs> in a nutshell, right? There you go. There you have it. That's tough. I mean, you're basically an orphan. I yes, I basically am, and um, you know it's funny because on in my bio on our site, Modern Loss, it says that I always associated the word orphan with these like Charles Dickens characters, you know, like Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? And I just never in a million years thought that I, who always consider myself such a parent person, would find themselves being what is technically an orphan in my early thirties with no parents. Now, what didn't you find? as support for yourself. What made you decide to start this modern loss site? Yeah, I mean that's that's a really good question. Um I would say that well, I I lost my mother very suddenly when I was 30. My parents had a kind of like a large age difference between them, but my mother was a younger one. So, you know, the joke was on us that she was the first one to go because it was in a car accident. Um, a few years later, I lost my father. He, as you had mentioned, Heidi, had a heart attack and passed away when he was on vacation. Um, so after that, I would say that it's it's safe to say that the rug was completely pulled out from under me. My foundation simply crumbled, um, first with my mother, then with my father's death. I was really grasping at straws, trying to create this new normal, um, which we all kind of have to do when we lose somebody who's really close to us. I live in New York City. It's the, you know, media capital of the world. I work in media. I have lots of friends. I went to Columbia Journalism School. Safe to say that this was my home for all intents and purposes. Large group of friends, large support system, yet at the same time, even though I have all these well-meaning people surrounding me, I felt completely isolated isolated in my own situation. I felt like, first of all, I didn't know even that many people who had lost a mother um, in a traumatic way, not like when they were adolescents, but more when they were young adults in their 20s or 30s. Secondly, I certainly didn't know one person who had lost both their parents at my age, and it just became increasingly difficult for me to get comfort from these friends who really love me, but they just simply could not understand where I was coming from. And I I felt myself even getting resentful, feeling resentful toward them because I just wanted to insert a microchip in their brains so that they could understand for five seconds what this feeling was so that I wouldn't have to try and explain with words um, so that they could automatically become empathic. But, you know, thank God they couldn't 
because, you know, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. So, you know, I tried a couple of support groups. Um, I really struck out finding groups of people that were around my age who had lost both their parents. I went to one that was really great, except for everybody was about 60 years older, 60 or older. Um, you know, I was like 33 years old. So, uh, you know, I really needed to connect with people who had a lot of life milestones yet to you know, yet to approach, you know, meeting my husband, having a baby, getting a dog, figuring out how to buy a house, figuring out career decisions. Um, this was something that I just simply couldn't connect with, with somebody who was 63 years old, because right. they have, they had really already lived those milestones. So, so, so modern loss, like, uh, modern loss is a virtual community 24 seven for younger, younger adults in their 30s, et cetera, and 20s that are dealing with death. Is that true? Correct. Modern loss is, um, you know, we actually never really say exactly who we're gearing towards, but, you know, mm-hmm. both my partner and I, Gabby, are in our 30s, so we definitely are for our demographic. I would say that we, we describe ourselves as generations X and Y, which could be 20s, 30s, 40s, beyond. I really think it's for anybody who is craving a very candid um, and refreshing voice in terms of storytelling on loss um, and storytelling about those very messy, very real, very painful, very sometimes hilarious, dark humor stories that come out of our experiences with loss that make us feel like we're not the only ones going through them. Um, Both of us were having a lot of trouble finding online communities, and there are so many of them. Many of them are very good, but we couldn't find one that was for us, where we could go on and read, you know, a piece that would take us three minutes because, of course, we're all busy. We're all running around. We're all working 24-7. We don't have time to read all the big books that people are sending us, but we have three minutes to read a 700-word essay about someone's experience. So that's what we wanted to create, a platform for people to you know, publish their personal stories, um, but also to combine it with resources. We have a resource section where we're putting a lot of legal, financial, therapeutic information up there, things that I needed to learn myself, like how to deal with an estate process, how to go through my loved one's belongings. I mean, I wish that someone would have held my hand through that one and given me some good tips. Um, We also have an advice column who's written, you know, that's written by somebody who we would just love to get life advice from at every at any given moment of the day. Uh, so, yes, we it's an online community where people can get both original content and also resources connected to their loss. Um, and I do want to say that it's very important that I, I point out our mission is not just to help people connect over their stories of loss, but also to provide a platform and to provide a voice that is actually, in its essence, optimistic and encourage people such exactly like your organization, to be open to living lives that are very fulfilling and very wonderful in spite of their loss. I think that's great. And, you know, you're really touching a need because I will tell you, um, on our website, the number one search is for death of a parent, which we were surprised about ourselves um, over the past few years that we've had uh, this platform. And uh, people are really looking for this kind of information and kind of support on the web. So good for you that you guys are doing this, and and congratulations on uh, the effort that you've made. And uh, we hope that we can give you some support on it in the future. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I love what you guys are doing with your organization. It's just a wonderful platform, and I'm just, you know, I'm really honored to be on your show. 
Well, thank you, and uh, good luck with that new baby. <laughs> thank you. I need it. <laughs> thanks, Rebecca, and thanks for everything you're doing to honor your parents and to bring hope to so many who have had losses. Thank you. As uh, you know, when the site launched and that New York Times article came out, I have to say that for the several months leading up to the launch of the site, uh, people would ask me what I was working on, and I would describe it to them. And a lot of people would say, oh, that sounds really dark, or wow, that sounds kind of depressing. And I would say, no, it's actually going to be awesome. But <laughs> it had to kind of live so that people could see that it actually was awesome. I think that people don't want to talk about death, especially those who haven't actually experienced it themselves in their own worlds. You know, lucky, good for them. It's, it's wonderful if they haven't, but the reality is, is that we all will. Um, so, you know, when that site went up and four months later we were validated by a New York Times article, it just struck me that I certainly managed to make lemonade out of this situation. Absolutely. So give everybody your site again. It's uh, Modern Loss, modernloss.com, and we are there 24-7. All right, and giving support. And thank you again for being on the show. Thank you. Well, Heidi, uh, I just, the internet's so great, isn't it? The way people can step up and honor people and support people and uh, move in different directions and the idea of modern loss and, and working with that um, that group of age level is great. I totally agree with you, Mom. And Rebecca is a great example of how she not only survived her loss, but she transformed it and she thrived despite her loss. And I think it's really important for people that are early on in their grief and don't know how they're going to survive to look at examples of people that are further along and say, you know what, I am going to survive and I'm going to do it with, in community, with Open to Hope, with Modern Loss. And like we were saying on the show, the, we're, we're here for you 24-7. And so uh, the digital age certainly brings some, uh, some good connection for people, and there are some good people out there. And thanks, everybody, for listening today, and God bless. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.